What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine, coming back to you with another episode of College by Her, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I hope you had an amazing week last week, an amazing weekend. And y'all know I like to jump right into it. So let's get things started off with a small win. Um, And for me, it is that I got to ship out books to y'all. So thank you so much to everyone who has already registered for Conference by Her. Um, you know, of course, with um, registration to conference by her, you also get her college manual, which is a 12 month mental health guide um, that covers 12 different topics to help you throughout your um, the next college year. And so um, I've been shipping those out. I really love doing that and getting the books to y'all and so thank you again so much if you haven't registered what is you doing go ahead and do that registration will be closing on sunday july 26th um and you really don't want to miss this conference so yeah go ahead and do that and let's get into something that you should check out this week read something this week bruh like whether it's a book a comic strip a newspaper a magazine just read something it's free and i mean a little education never hurts somebody and even if it's as random as you googling something that you've always been interested in and then reading an article about it go ahead and do that um you'll thank me later i mean go ahead and do something dope this week because it's free man All right, all right, all right. So this week on the podcast, um, I wanted to talk about relationships. Um, So, you know, if you have been on any social media platform over the last few days, then I'm sure you know the word of the week is entanglement, okay? Um, If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then consider yourself lucky because I promise I've seen the word entanglement at least 100 times in the past 48 hours. Um, But anywho, just to bring folks up to speed who, like I said, might have no idea what I'm talking about, um... Let's rewind. So a few, maybe like last week or so, um, August Alsina was doing a interview with Angela Yee, which full disclosure, I did not watch the whole thing. So I'll just go ahead and say that now. I um, saw the clips, you know, of him actually, of her asking him about, you know, what was going on with Jada Pink and whatever. Um, so in that interview, August Alsina, you know, explains that he loved Jada. He loves their family, has nothing negative to say about them. <clears throat> He goes on to say that, um, you know, during a time where Jada and Will's relationship was not romantic, he sat down with Will um, and got Will's blessing um, to be with Jada and that, you know, he really loved her, all these other things, but that that was no longer a thing. All right, boom. So, of course, with that, Black Twitter, Instagram, um, has a field day, makes memes, um, you know, is tweeting, has all these questions, whatever. Um, And so then from there, we get Jada letting us know she's bringing herself to the Red Table. Um, And which I personally love Red Table Talk. I have watched... um, 
a lot of the different episodes and there are some really good ones i would highly recommend them so the one um with gabrielle union talking about like jealousy and just kind of friendships as older women um tiffany haddish had a good one as well as they have some about race they have some about religion um i love the one with jada's brother that's talking about um their forgiveness and relationship with their dad um of course the ones about addiction with willow talking about um sex and different things like that so a variety of topics would definitely recommend them you can find them on um, Facebook and if you just search in like Red Table Talk the page will pop up and you can literally see every episode Um, you'll see who's on it and then it gives you a description as well so definitely go check out Red Table Talk if you are looking for something to watch or are just interested Um, but anyway this specific Red Table Talk, um, like I said, Jada was bringing herself to the table and Will was there, uh, I guess, to kind of help, you know, guide the conversation and to be there. Um, and so the way the word entanglement kind of popped up is that that's what Jada used to in- describe her like relationship with August and like just saying, you know, they were entangled. And she mentioned how, you know, she wanted to heal him and that's something that she learned about herself in this situation is that she's drawn to people who need to be fixed. So we can just pull over right here. Um, So first, let me go on record and say, if I haven't said on here before, I absolutely love Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, Fresh Prince is one of my favorite shows, but my absolute favorite show is Different World. Um, and definitely the the later seasons when, um, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith was on there as Lena James, just everything. So I love them, love their family, love their honest conversations, love the content they put out there, just everything. Um, and I think, as always, it's interesting to see, you know, kind of what social media and what um you know the blogs and all this have to say about things like that but that's not what this episode is about so this episode is really about you know it's about me talking about the red table talk but also like spinning it and asking ourselves some of these hard questions and thinking about how this shows up for us so we're not here judging jada to to say whether she was right or wrong or to spill tea none of that because really none of this is any of our business um (laughs) which i think people have learned and and even jada said that too she was like you know they only felt compelled to talk about this because it came up in the interview that august did and the way that the media was kind of you know um putting things on her and her and will that they didn't say and so they just felt like this was needed to clear up the air but really like I said, under all of this, this is, isn't any of our business. So that's not what this episode is about. It's really about for us to think about how we show up in relationships and just kind of using this red table in this situation as like um, a a place to start the discussion, essentially. Um, so yeah, so I love that Jada, as always, was very vulnerable and honest in saying that you know, what, what she was attracted to in this relationship was being able to fix him and was his vulnerabilities. Um, and you know, just kind of wanting to heal him from his trauma. And so I think that is something that a lot of people, everyday, regular people, um, deal with and encounter 
Um, which I think is interesting. So I think that as humans, we love to feel needed, right? Um, especially in relationships. And this could be romantic relationships. This could be friendships. Because even circling back to insecure, okay, because everything is connected. Um, a lot of people were saying this about Molly and Issa's relationship, that they felt like Molly only likes being a friend to Issa when Issa's life is going down the drain and when she's broke and you know all these other things because Molly feels like oh like I'm you know maybe a little bit better than you but also like I can help and I'm in this situation of you know power because you're going through um and so that became a conversation around like Molly not really knowing how to handle their friendship when they're more on equal playing grounds or maybe when you don't feel like Issa needs you to fix her or when Issa isn't going through and things are popping off for her, then Molly feels like, okay, what's kind of my role in this relationship? I think that similarly is the same thing of what, you know, kind of Jada was talking about and what a lot of us like as well is we like to be able to help people we want to feel needed we want another person to need us whether that's need us emotionally need us physically need us financially and so we might look to those type of relationships to fulfill us because it can sometimes be fulfilling when you're helping and quote unquote fixing somebody um and so as jada mentioned and as i'm sure a lot of us have figured out through trial and error that doesn't work and not only does it not work um but it's not healthy so for one um we can't fix somebody um yeah that's just not a thing um and then for two it's not healthy because of you know how do I say this I mean, it's just, it's not healthy because like Jada mentioned and like I just mentioned with Molly and Issa, now the way that you are looking at this relationship is as like a service or like I'm here to help you and then, you know, even if you do get fixed, quote unquote, whatever that means, then it's like, do I still have a purpose here? Do I still want to talk to you after your life is all good to go and I'm not needed anymore? Um, so I think this just brings up um, a great opportunity for all of us to reflect about our roles in relationships and not just romantic ones, um, but of course, fr friends um, and also family relationships as well. Like, do you... Are you out to fix some people? Are you out to fix your dad, your sister, um, your mom to change them? Are you out to change your best friend? And, you know, then once you change them and get them to be the way you want to be, you're out. Or like just what what does all of this mean? Um, and so I'm sure you might have heard the saying before, you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. And that's kind of that's something that I thought about when watching The Red Table is that we, we really just can't fix people. Now, if we want to help people, if we want to support people in their own healing, journey, and process, or if somebody is going to therapy and we want to be that support for them, by all means, let's do that. Um, but as far as us kind of saying, you are my project, I'm going to change you, that just isn't isn't sustainable and isn't something that is... Uh, reliable so yeah a person you know wanting to change and work on things that they want for themselves is going to always be your best bet um and so kind of in that same vein i wanted to mention trauma bonding um and and kind of talk about that a little because i also saw a black twitter talking about 
that as well. And I think even Jada um, mentioned that as well of, you know, when somebody's going through something and if I'm going through something like we can bond over our trauma, um, which is not always the healthiest thing to do um, because you and that person are both in very vulnerable situations. And like I said, all of this does not have to be um, romantic relationships. We could be talking about friends as well. Um, And, you know, we can bond over that trauma. So maybe in a friendship that looks like um, maybe you lost um, a loved one and maybe you have a friend who is coping with the loss of a loved one through um, maybe ways that aren't unhealthy. And together you two bond over your trauma. You're both in this very vulnerable place um, and that trauma bonding occurs as a result of like kind of ongoing cycles and reinforcement of whatever it is that's going on. And so I'll give y'all the actual definition of trauma bonding um, or like traumatic bonding. So traumatic bonding occurs as the result of ongoing cycles of abuse in which the reinforcement of rewards and punishments create very powerful emotional bonds that are resistant to change. Um, And so I think that last part is key about, you know, being resistant to change because bonding with someone over trauma and kind of having that connection can make it really hard to get out of that cycle Um, because you and that person might be in a cycle of um you know patterns and and certain patterns are hard to break um and they do create those very powerful emotional bonds kind of as the definition was talking about um so circling back to um red table talk i feel like jada was explaining you know so they were in this entanglement as she put it um when her and will were separated so they were in this entanglement and you know she felt like she was fixing him they were both in these vulnerable places she was looking for happiness um in him which she mentioned like she was looking for happiness outside of herself and trying to figure out what would make her happy and make her feel good um Um, And spoiler alert, of course, she shared that that relationship with August did not make her happy. That was not the happiness that she was looking for, Um, you know, kind of after her separation with Will and kind of being in that low place. She was looking for happiness and August was not that. Um, And so... Then she went on to tell us that, you know, it got to a point where she was kind of doing her own healing and trying to figure things out. And then August cut off all communication with her. Um, So going back to that definition of trauma bonding like you know when it comes to cycles and patterns of course if that's if a cycle is going to stop there has to be an interruption um and so and that's what august did he like cut off communication like okay i'm not going to engage in this kind of pattern and cycle anymore um and so him kind of putting a stop to that was what interrupted the cycle and then per jada she said that they did not they haven't talked since then so all of this is to say, um, you know, it it definitely had me to think about some of my relationships and some of my um, maybe unhealthy um, patterns or cycles with with certain people. And maybe and just to give you all some examples of what I'm talking about. Um, This could look like maybe you have a friend who like y'all constantly argue about the same thing. They dismiss your feelings. You forgive them. And then we're back to square one. And so it's just this cycle of over and over unhealthy um, patterns. Or maybe with a partner, it looks like them talking to you a certain way. And then you do this and then they, they do this. And then it's back to square one and it's over and over. And maybe with the parent, it's y'all arguing and then 
this event happens and then that and then you forgive them and then they might say something that really hurts your feelings and we're back to square one so all of these are those patterns or cycles um that we can find ourselves in in a variety of relationships and so like august figuring out how can we interrupt um the cycle or the pattern to now cause events to um like a different chain of events as opposed to just being in the same cycle over and over again so that poses that led me to pose the question to myself and then i also would like to pose this question to you about what does a healthy relationship look like to you um and that once again is romantic family friends just what are some characteristics of your relationships that you're currently in that you really like and you feel like are serving you um and are healthy versus things that you're like uh this isn't this isn't really the healthiest and how can i stop this from continuing to happen time and time again um because at the end of the day will and jada have already said they don't have no secrets between them so you know this isn't a scandalous oh my god um will smith finds out that jada and august had a relationship like and that's why i was like y'all this really isn't any of our business like according to them this happened some four years ago obviously will knows about it they've talked about it this is a thing but yet we're over here making a spectacle of it or acting like oh my gosh you know and gossiping whatever and it's like i don't really see the big uproar um <laughs> but Anyway, kind of going back to what they were saying about secrets um, and communication, it also led me to think about like relationships in my life, about how open and vulnerable I'm willing to be, how much I'm willing to share, not share with a friend, a family member, maybe a romantic part partner down the line. Um, and so I just really love their vulnerability, their honesty and transparency, as I always do. Um, and at the end of the day, like I said, it's none of our business. We're not really entitled to explanations from like celebrities and knowing every detail of their life. But that's a whole different episode because we're gonna talk about celebrities soon. Um, but yeah, I use the Red Table Talk for more of time for me to reflect on myself as opposed to like, Oh, let me judge Will and Jada in August and everything they got going on. And so I would challenge you to do the same. Um, if you haven't watched the Red Table Talk, definitely watch. Um, and then do some reflection and some thinking about how you're showing up in some of your relationships um, as far as, you know, being vulnerable, as far as communication. Um, are you out to fix somebody and maybe you don't know it or... I mean, is somebody trying to fix you? Shoot, that could be the case too. Um, but yeah, just using this time to reflect, um, think about your relationships and make the changes accordingly. I think that's the really dope thing about life is that every day when you wake up, you're not tied to who you were yesterday. Um, you're not tied to who you were last year. Um, and that it's really okay to change your mind, to change your thoughts, to change your ideas about something. You know, maybe in high school, you believe that it was loyalty over everything and no matter what your friend said you had they back and you there no questions asked well maybe now you're a little older and a little more mature and you've learned more things about your friends and relationships and who you are and you're like mm, that blind loyalty actually isn't for me like 
there actually might be some things that you say that I might have to confront you and be like, okay, yeah, girl, I'm not standing behind you on this one. And that's okay. Don't feel tied to the decisions you made and the thoughts um, and ideas that you believed in when you were 17, 18. You can change that. And that goes for the rest of your life. Um, and so I just would love for all of us to be open to change, open to making changes, open to changing our ideas, our thoughts, changing our minds, um, because it is perfectly okay. And you have the right and the power to do that. And nobody can tell you otherwise. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about relationships. If y'all have any specific questions about relationships, um, then definitely go ahead and hit us up, especially as we ease into the fall semester, because we know things will be looking a little different um in all aspects so yes definitely hit us up and we actually have a question this week so like i said if you have a question you can email us at collegebyher at gmail.com or dm us on instagram or twitter you know we are definitely here for the advice the help all of that and so this week in my favorite segment we have a question and the question is what can I do to help calm my nerves about moving away for college? Um, and then they also provided a little caveat of like, you know, I don't really know if I'm moving away yet, hence COVID. Um, but in the event that they are moving in the fall, they're nervous. So let's go ahead and jump into it. First of all, thank you for sending in this question. I absolutely love when um, you guys write in or write us on Instagram, Twitter, all of that to access things. Um, but as far as being nervous about moving into college. So first, let's start off with saying that being nervous or being skeptical or scared about a new step um, or a new journey is normal. So don't think that, oh my gosh, I'm crazy. Everybody else seems like they're so excited. I'm the only person who's nervous. That is not true. Um, you're not the only person who's nervous. And also it isn't, you know, it isn't crazy. So being nervous is normal. And I think I've talked about this before in the episode about anxiety. Um, but having anxiety and having those nerves is, is good for us. So like, being nervous or having anxiety, for example, a little bit of it is, of course, good. So that's what, like, stops you from driving 200 miles per hour on the highway. Or that's what, you know, that's like our internal response system that helps us to respond well. Um, but like anything else, of course, if we have too much of it, it might not be the best. And that's the same way with nervousness and anxiety. So I wanted to start by saying that being nervous is okay and it's normal and it's healthy. Um, and something else that we can think about and that can also help you is to identify the truths about a situation. So a lot of times when we're nervous um, or when we have anxiety, it's because in our minds we've allowed our thoughts to go down a rabbit hole based on something that like isn't true. So that's what I like to call the, you know, the what if statements. So right now if we sat here and thought about, oh my gosh, what if a bird flew into my apartment right now and started to attack me like I could sit here now for five minutes and go down a rabbit hole of oh my gosh then I gotta go to the hospital and how much is it gonna be and then I got this and like next thing you know I had this whole scenario and I'm really worried about this bird coming into my apartment um and so a way to identify the truth is like to literally stop your thought process of like okay has a bird came in my apartment before no is a bird in my apartment right now? 
No. So therefore, we can save ourselves the other 10 minutes that we just spent thinking about everything that's going to happen if this situation happened because it hasn't happened. Um, and so when it comes to really grounding ourselves in things that are true, I feel that to be helpful. Um because like I said, our minds often wander on what ifs, um, which could be the case for college. You could be thinking like, what if I get there and nobody likes me? What if I get there and this? What if, what if, what if? And then, like I said, none of those things are true because none of those things are happen have happened. Um, and instead of also thinking about everything that could go wrong, which our human brain definitely kind of does on its own, um, we can pause and be more intentional. We can think about everything that could go right so we can think about what if I go to college and meet a girl and she's the best friend I've always been looking for what if I go to college and fall in love with my major and absolutely love business what if I go to college and and then fill in the blank and so I think that's something too that can help us shift our mindset um when we might be in a space where you know, it just might feel like negative thought after scary thought after anxious thought. It's like, okay, well, let's let's flip it. I've been thinking about all these negative what ifs and everything that could go wrong. Let's spend some time just sitting here thinking about all the dope things that could happen and about everything that can go right. So I hope that that was helpful to you and that you do some shifting of um, your thought process and just shifting of the things that you're focusing on and that that can help you as far as your nerves and going to college but once again to reiterate um it's totally normal as we all move to different things we have a new job we start at a new school um we're meeting somebody for the first time we have that little bit of nerves and it actually kind of helps us um and and gives us a little like uh, boost, if you will, um, to kind of get through whatever the new situation is. So yeah, just wanted to provide you with that little bit of advice. And I hope that was helpful. Um, as always, please continue to send in your questions. And I pray and hope that each of you are taking care of yourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and of course, physically. Um, and if there's anything that you want to hear us talk about on the podcast, please let us know. I want to remind y'all again to sign up for Conference by Her. You are not going to want to miss it. Um, super dope day, Saturday, August 1st from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. We're talking finances, mental health, relationships, spirituality, wellness, um, a panel of recent college grads giving you a advice um and a whole bunch of other stuff you get a book you get a journal if you do the premium bundle for registration so please head over to collegebyher.com click on conference by her at the top and you'll see all the information there um i love y'all so much thank you for tuning in and remember that the beauty of college and life is that you get to create your own experience and don't ever forget that all right see y'all next week same time same place bye